I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. Uh, if you could subscribe on whatever platform you listen on, that really would help us out. Thanks in advance for that. Appreciate it. All right, today, this this week, this month, we're gonna we're gonna do a little we're gonna do a little Bayheim's Army. We're gonna fill we're gonna fill the gaps with some 2019 prospects. We wanted to bring on a friend of the show and a part-time contributor right now, Brandon Buskey. Brandon, how you doing, bud? Good, man. How you guys? Uh, we're all right. Good, Brandon. How you doing? Glad we could finally get you on for uh, some discussion. Uh, so, yeah, Brandon, what what we want to do with Brandon at, at the Cuse Militia is basically um, throw him some of the reins for the the Facebook page. You'll be seeing him maybe doing some live feeds and things like that, and uh, maybe some post game commentary. Um, whatever, basically, whatever he wants to do. We're just going to yeah, unleash him much. and send him out there. And uh, we got a we got another couple people in mind for that, but Brandon Brandon's our guinea pig essentially, and uh, we're glad to have <laughs> you, buddy. So we appreciate it. Thanks for taking Absolutely. the time. Finally. No, for a guinea pig, he's doing a damn good job. So yeah, oh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you, guys. He is. Yes, sir. So we had a little bit of change in the roster for Bayheim's Army um, <laughs> yesterday. Call, call on the righty. Yep, yep. Yesterday, Paul Harris he uh, he bailed. I don't think it was anything personal. He had some he's had some uh, conflicting dates. I guess he couldn't make all the games. Is what I got out of it. So he wanted to be all in. He wanted to be all in, and he didn't think he could be all in. So um, what's amazing is that uh, the the general manager, manager Kevin Belby had like until midnight tonight to fill that spot, and I just assumed it wasn't gonna be filled. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's kind of yeah. tough. And especially since Joe, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on the air or not, but he was always like, man, I got to get Renzi on a Waku. In well, I just thought it would be a great center, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's a, absolutely. He's a beast. He is but... a beast. Um, so they got him. <laughs> so yeah. Mike, uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike Burkowski. He redid the poster and everything. So, Brandon, you're going to be at the Tides game, right? Are you still going to that? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be this come or uh, yeah, right? This coming Thursday. Is it? Is it yep. two days? The okay, 19th, yeah, the nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yep, they're going to be meeting and greeting fans, and uh, I'm excited to be there for that game. So you're going to get a you're going to get the poster, and everybody's going to be out there and uh, have a little meet and greet. That's pretty awesome that they they take the time just you know. The, the, you know, one thing about Syracuse, they always have the coolest posters. And if they you do. guys yeah. saw the uh, the sample poster, it, it's it's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, I think they're ha- I don't know if they're handing those out or you're purchasing them, but no, yeah, they're free. Know, I think they're there. free. Are they? I think they are free. Yeah. Because no, dude. You know, Go ahead, Brandon. To go out there, get that signed by the team. You know, pretty cool experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you get to meet some 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 you know, SU legends. I mean, AO. Whoa. Come on. Just to meet Hakeem Work alone. I know. know, Yeah, the block, dude. And that's the best thing about Syracuse, too, when it comes to basketball, especially, is 
that every player that comes through, they always think of it as home. They can always go back there during the summer. And I mean, I don't know how many teams go back to their colleges and they do these type of things in their um, communities. But uh, a lot of people uh, on the Syracuse basketball teams, they, they give back, they come back and they scrimmage with the players, try to give them some knowledge. And just to be able to like on Thursday, Brandon's going to be able to bring his kids, bring his family and be able to meet some players that, Otherwise, in a lot of other schools and communities, they don't get to do. So that's one thing I love about Syracuse as far as the basketball alum. I mean, you've got... And, that, and that's really it. I see, like, just the family atmosphere that Syracuse has, how all the players always come back, how they're always... They, it's just a brotherhood that builds there. And that explains our diehard fans. Yeah, that, that, that does, too, especially with the basketball. I feel like... Yeah. You know, you get a lot of you get a lot of people showing up at football games, and there and there's a lot of football fans, but there's a different kind of connection with the basketball team. I feel like people are, you know, there are two three games a week, but people are they they tend to be a little bit more passionate about about the basketball. Well, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think I saw an article like two or three days ago that they were bringing back Bayheim's army jerseys by popular demand. Yeah, they sold out in like a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> Like, every size was gone. So, um, you know, there's a couple iconic pictures. When you think of, of a still shot in your head for Syracuse basketball, me, I think of the block. Everybody knows the extended Hakeem work. Yeah. You know, you know that picture. And you know the other one is the Royal Ivy teabag. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's a good one. But how about Diebendorf yep. on the table? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. six, six the OT. Up, like yeah. the fifth was that the fifth overtime one? It was a. Was that the? I think six it was, overtimes, but was that the fifth overtime? I'm not. Nah, sure. I don't know if it was I the fourth. Was or early. The fifth. I know. I think he fouled I, out. Yeah, I think it was early, but that was you know that was a shot he didn't even he 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 made the shot, but it just left just too early, and it didn't yeah. count. But still, an iconic. Oh yeah. Picture right? I mean, it's just beautiful, and it. There's a lot of people who didn't like Eric Devendorf. They didn't like his attitude. I love it. I think it's great. When it's on yep. your team, you embrace that. That's why the Duke fans embrace Grayson Allen. Except for, you know, Devendorf's not going around tripping people. You know, or, thing. yeah, you know, or was it Allen's first appearance in summer basketball when he had yeah. butted already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. So. Yeah. Um, hey, it, so, Sean, yo, so right now the roster, what we have – Guards, Brandon Trish, Eric Devendorf, John Gillen. Uh, centers, Deshante Riley and AO. Yep. And then we have Chris Joseph, James Sutherland, Demetrius Nichols, and Hakeem Warwick as forwards. Brandon, let me ask you a question. Who starts? Name that starting five. I think Trish starts, Warwick starts, uh, Anawaku starts, and I'm kind of tossed up in the air on the rest. Yeah, that's tough for me too. I think they start Devendorf. You put Devendorf oh, in. Yeah, you got to put Devendorf in. Yeah. You have Tristan Devendorf. They're going to have to play a lot of minutes because the only other guard's Gillen, unless they want to bring up Demetrius Nichols, maybe to play some shooting guard. But I, I would probably go. I, I'm I'm right there with with Brandon. I'd go Ao, Hakeem Warwick, and then the guards Brandon, Tristan Devendorf, and then probably the other forward. I'd probably go Chris Joseph. Yeah, Chris Joseph. If, if I'm not mistaken, this is his. Is this Chris Joseph's first? Yeah. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hasn't played with the Bams Army yet, so. Yeah, so that's going to be really awesome. And no matter how you shake it, you can't go wrong, really. I mean, well, no, and then you have you have Gillen and Sutherland and uh, Demetrius Nichols coming yeah. off the bench, and they can all just they can all shoot. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about seeing Sutherland back. Oh yeah. I mean, all of them. It's just yeah, that, that last... thirty point comeback last year was awesome. Yeah, that's right. It was almost single handedly done too. Well, Sutherland and Trish. Right. Um, and when Trish can Trish can go off, too. It's just like, just, I mean, all of them No, can. they both Sean, can. Yeah. So um, it's going to be fun. The They will play the winner of the Philadelphia Stars in South Jamaica Kings game. That if game they will win. Be, that, yeah, well, that game will be on Friday night. They'll play the winner of that game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they'll play Saturday, the winner of that game, at 6.50. You can find it on ESPN3. We'll be streaming it. And if they win after that, they'll play at 440 against LIU Brooklyn. At, at, at LIU at Brooklyn. LAU yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. That's where they're so, playing, but it would be 440 uh, the next day on Sunday. Right, on Sunday. Right. So there you go. There's that. All right. 
Oh, we got some weekend basketball to watch. Yeah, we got basketball to watch, period. In the middle of so, summer. It, it, yeah. That's the cool thing about this tournament, seeing these guys play in summer, you know. How, I feel how many like, teams are in there, Brandon? you know how many teams are in there? I don't. I can try to pull that up, though. I thought we looked it up one time. We couldn't. We tried looking it up. We couldn't find it. It was like 72 I think, or something like that. I think that as much as like 76 or 72 okay. can can qualify for it, but I don't know exactly how many teams are actually in it this year. It's all probably right. got to be probably mid to high 60s, I'd guess. Um, all right. Well, look. Okay, let's start. I'm just going to go right down. I'm going to go kind of in order on this list, Brandon, that we discussed earlier, all right? So, sure. Um, these are 2019 prospects, and then I got one uh, that we're going to throw in at the end, um, and we'll we'll, t- we'll discuss that. So the first one I got is six foot nine, 245 pound center, just a beast, Isaiah Stewart. See warm. Well, um, he he's listed as warm right now in the rankings. However, Duke has a pretty big pull on him still which I don't quite understand because I think I read somewhere recently that Duke's also offered scholarships to three other uh, centers. So I'm not sure what that really means for Isaiah if he goes there. I know that Syracuse would probably be using him as a building block. Plus, I did read a report that Bayheim actually had a meeting with uh, Isaiah to let him know that how, how valuable he would be in an orange uniform. Yeah, well, he really would, seeing that he's ranked fifth nationally, second in his position, and first in a state. And, and I believe that's for two four seven. Based out of Rochester, originally. yeah, he's best. He's based out of Rochester. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it scares me because usually guys like this just we don't end up getting. I know. Just traditionally, yes. historically, you know. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Because we've had guys there from Rochester um, that haven't gone. Uh, what was the guy there that went to Indiana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Thomas man. Bryant. Thomas, Thomas Bryant. Yep. He was out there from the same area, Rochester area. He ends up going to Indiana. Um, I think he's in the NBA now. But yeah, I think he was second round overall. He probably would have had a better uh, chance with the Orange. <laughs> yeah, but it's just to, like historically, we don't get these guys. This is what scares me. I mean, but again, everybody's recruiting this guy. So haven't we, we all get him? Like again, what, Brand, what Brandon said, it'd be it'd be great. Well, the only the only thing that makes me think there's more of a chance on him that that's really what the experts say is the, the fact that he plays on the same team, like you said, uh, as Gerard, and that would mean that when Syracuse recruits, they're talking to both, right? And of course, that uh, that buzz is there between the two guys too. So, yeah. same thing with Duke, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could be that's laughing, true. and they could both be playing for Duke. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, does you know, I mean, let's pray that doesn't work like that. Yeah, well, that's a tough one. That's a tough it's tough getting recruits against. That's a against, good point. It's tough getting recruits against Duke. Yeah, absolutely. It just it just And it's is. so hard too because I respect coach K and he's such a good friend of Bayheim's and it's like, uh, I know. I know, but it's Duke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. That's the thing it's Duke. Uh, so the next one on here, Precious We'll just call him Precious A until we figure out how to pronounce his last name. Okay. I'm not going to butcher it. I'm not going to look like the fool up here. If either one of you guys want to attempt it, feel free. Um, six nine one ninety four. Precious is good. Yeah, exactly. Rash, um, nationally ranked seventh, first in his position, first in the state. So I have a very hard time believing that UConn actually has a chance with him. Um, that's where it's saying the percentage lies with him. Um, yeah, 70, 75% last time I saw, which... Yes, same. It has not changed. Um, but it also says Kansas, uh, That's that doesn't look too good, but I guess he's uh, he's got a warm block under that. St. John's and Syracuse. So I just can't see him playing for UConn. I agree, especially after this thing that just happened with the coach, like... I I think maybe that's just maybe preliminary, and now that like the peach jam and stuff's going on in the middle of the summer, like AAU circuit, maybe maybe we just got to wait for this whole cycle to go through before we kind of you yeah. know take the temperature of some of these kids because that just happened, you know. Yeah, all I'm that like, stuff's gonna. All I'm, that stuff's I'm right gonna on cycle board there, through. dude. When I saw that, Brandon, I thought the same thing. I'm like, Kevin Ollie just had that whole thing, and didn't he just resign? Like he's not there anymore. Like I can't see that being a real thing. Because it'd be no, because this kid's gonna want to come into the league and and win, or at least be there in the tournament. And I don't think that 
that's a rebuilding team right now. Like I think it was a rebuilding <laughs> team anyway. But right. I don't think that he wants to be there. I just can't see it. Yeah, no, not after this Capanelli stuff. Well, okay, personally. so 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 uh, I'll mark Brandon down for the last two going to Syracuse. Is that right, man? <laughs> uh, uh, Thomas, wait, hold on, Isaiah. I don't know about him. I, I know. Mean, I'd, I'd love to. I love to. I just can't. I can't. He's uh, just so uh, Stuart, good. I'm sorry, Stewart. I can't. But uh, when it comes, you feel to, strong for um, for for Precious though. Precious, I, I'm I'm aiming more towards Syracuse. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and like I was gonna say. Joey mentioned it, all this stuff after summer after the summer's over and you know once we start football season and stuff and we stop talking about basketball that will come that will be something to talk about I'm sure um, <laughs> yeah. you know where all these guys have shifted after all this summer stuff so um, Khalil Whitney another forward six six one ninety Roselle New Jersey isn't that same place Roberson's from is it I, I don't know I don't, I don't know. I thought it was somebody. Um, what do you got him as? He he's um You okay, could you guys see the number eighteen prospect going to Illinois? <laughs> uh, I mean Who's the coach like, there? Who would I that's a good I point. I don't even think that matters, yeah. right? I right. Don't know. It's not Bruce yeah, Weber. Seeing, I don't know that. I'm seeing Louisville, Saint John's. From what I saw it was sixty seven percent Illinois, thirty three percent Georgetown, but Seems like his stuff's all over the place, depending on where you go, you know? Well, he's got 27 colleges that are interested in him right now. Yeah, well, yeah, that's so he said he's top 20 prospect. Yes. I mean, yeah. his, his height and frame speaks SU. SU forward? Yeah. 6'6", 190? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... I think I could see him going to, unfortunately, I could see him going to Georgetown over Illinois. Well, how come, you know, Ewing, he Brad Underwood. (laughs) Ewing is, you know, you would think, or I would think that, I guess we're going to start seeing some of his recruits come through, but I thought he'd be doing a better job getting some of these recruits. Well, I thought he did a great job this past year. I mean, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he stole a guy from us, and he definitely did. I don't know if um, if you've seen the internet or anything, but uh, this I've kid Mac, Mac McClung. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the he's, name. Yeah, he's he's kind of good. I think Georgetown's going to be okay. I think Ewing's yeah. going to be okay. Uh, his easy schedule last year too helped him with wins. Oh, um, in the be- yeah, in the beginning, then they got murdered yeah. in the conference. Yeah. So yeah. I think that uh, there, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a huge that's a huge asset to have on your to, if you're Georgetown to have Patrick Ewing coaching your team. He believes yeah. it too. I mean, he, you know, he's not talking to these kids without any knowledge of the program. So it's yeah, and he was an NBA big man coach for years, so he knows what he's doing. Um. All right. Well. Syracuse is going to be coming up on need in the center, and, and um, this was the first one that popped up. Uh, Coffee Cockburn, center, 6'10", 255, pretty big guy. Ranked rank, uh, 26 nationally, and he's got another year. Ranked 26 nationally um, in his position. He's ranked eighth, and he's third in his state of New York. They have him listed here in Middle Village, New York. Now, question for you guys was: Is that a new ranking, twenty six? Because last time I checked, I thought he was like in between fifty and sixty. So he got this, a huge bump. Yeah, I pulled this up today. Four star, nationally ranked twenty six. Yep. Is that position or nationally ranked? That's nationally. This is nationally ranked. <laughs> this is according every everything I'm laying out for you was is two four seven sports. And from what I saw today, it look it says that he's fifty fifty between UConn and Syracuse. Another UConn fifty-fifty, huh? So I Which, see. So actually, I'm looking right now, Joe, and I yeah. see his top five is. That's weird. Uh, okay, uh, UConn, Florida State, Illinois, Kansas, and Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, huh? See how it changes like that. Pitt. Yeah. Why? 
Sometimes with these kids that are so highly ranked, like it just it changes like the wind every single day. Like, you know, it's not even some of these guys aren't even close to making their decision. They have a long time. Yeah, yeah. I just sometimes it's tough, you know. It's gonna be a rebuilding year for Pitt. (laughs) If they get, yeah, I mean that could really. Yeah, but that's an ACC team that's got some history that is has nobody is lacking a, anybody. So you know that if you're, you know, if you're you go play. in there, you're going to be the man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Um, is that is that it for coffee, Kofi? Yeah, I don't yeah. know too much about him, but that sucks that he's not in our top five right now. Yeah, two fifty five. That's a big – I mean, he's still growing at 6'10", 255. Yeah, think about no, it. Yeah. He's got at least one more year. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the guys we've talked about, those are like the top, top guys that – I mean, and this is the beginning of the recruiting as far as we're still in the mix because we are a top program, a legitimate program. So it's we're going through that phase where we got to feel out these higher-ranked guys and whether or not they're going to have interest in us. So um, – and that kind of, I think, leads us into, you know, other guys that we might have a better chance getting. But, again, those those guys, you know, if we can get one or two of those guys that we were talking about just before, like, that would be great. It would be outstanding. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm just going to call him a cook a cook. All right? That's what I'm, that's, that's I'm going to stick to. Until... I, I would like to, I think I'll go on record with saying that we, we got him. Really? You want to go on record as saying that right now? I I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go at you. I'll be shocked. What's that? It's bold. That's bold. I I I know it's. I know whatever. You know. I know what happened after the Baisley situation. We really shouldn't do any of that. But I. uh, I think we have him in our corner right now, and he seems to be really high on Syracuse. And um, if you look. We're still like I think he like they're saying eighty seven percent Syracuse. He's got nineteen offers. Yeah, under his block, it's like he's got he's got Syracuse, UConn, Friars, um, and under his block, Syracuse is under warmer. So okay, yeah, yeah. Well, based upon the Syracuse dot com article that they had, the um. Teams recruiting him the highest are the Friars, uh, Georgetown, Syracuse, UConn, Texas Tech. So, yeah. and he's right there in the middle. He's ranked 59th by ESPN. Um, Nationally, he's ranked 59th by ESPN. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah, it's two four seven. A lot more love than uh, yeah. Two four seven has him as 81. Six eight one eighty five power forward. By the way. Um, yeah, that's a bold. That's bold, Brandon. I like that's it though. Bold. I like it. I, I mean, yeah, because we just like lost it. a Putnam Science Academy. Uh, yeah, recruit. That's true. A couple months yeah. ago. I just, first, I just think first podcast with a guarantee. That's that's ballsy, man. I like I'm it. not guaranteeing. I'm just saying that if I had to choose as of right now, I would say that he's he's in our corner. Okay. Out of this whole list right now, I would say at the his end of the best day, chance. What, what, yeah, that he would probably be wearing an SU jersey. All right, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through Brandon, and we're gonna. You're gonna lay it, lay it out for me on the ones we talked about. Just yes, you yes or no. That's all I want. Just for the hell of it. Yes. <laughs> um, Bryson Goodine is already a verbal commit. Shooting guard, six four, one seventy, nationally ranked ninety eighth according to two four seven sports. That's I, yes, and that's why I, I wrote his name down earlier because. He was like one seventeenth. Oh really? Yep. Oh yeah. He was like he was like one seventeenth three star, and now he's a four star, ranked in the top one hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, ever and, since he verbaled, he's just climbed. Everything that you've read, he's just been dominating. Um, I mean, go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, no, and I think ESPN has him in the top um, sixty. Oh, really? Yeah, he's up there. He's a great shooter. He's a tall shooting guard. He's going to be at the top of that zone. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this guy. I'm hoping Joe, knock on wood yeah, stays Joe's injury talking, free. And, yeah, he's been talking about Bryson Goodine for a while. Yeah, I'm excited to see this kid play. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, last. Lastly, on this list here, we got um, <laughs> Joseph Gerard, Seneca Falls senior, 
Um, he's rated as a four star, uh, six one, one seventy eight. So, um, what do you, what, what do you he's think? Like he's got Cooney twenty twenty nine plus. I you know no. I think he's better than Cooney. Really? Yeah. I would say if I had to guess, I would probably say between a Cooney and a Jimmer for that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's where Jimmer Fredette's from. That was his idol. Like, that's where he grew up. So, Oh, really? Well, he's yeah. nationally ranked 114th according to 247 Sports as of today and 14th for his position. And um, in the state of New York, he's ranked 4th. See, that's why I don't understand why Duke is after this kid. But that's it's defense, it. man. I think that's a defensive move on, uh, on Duke. And that's the only reason... Why I would say, I mean, he's got Michigan down, Notre Dame, Boston College. I don't know why Boston College would be in there, but it <laughs> does have warmer under Syracuse. And that's the only reason I would say that he would probably go Syracuse over Duke. Because I think he would get more playing time at Syracuse than Duke. I think he's a bench player at Duke. I think he's a starter at Syracuse. Yeah, let's think about that for real quick. By in 2019, we'd probably have um, help me out here. We have Buddy Beheim probably be playing. Yep. We still don't know what he's doing this year. I would likely think he red shirts, but uh, we'll see. And then we would have um, who? Who else do you think would stay? In other words, who's going to be in that spot? Uh. Well, you have Howard Washington. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be back. Yeah, he'll um, be back. Yeah. Um, he'll be back, but I don't think he starts over Gerard. Yeah. You? I don't. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think Howard Washington, he, he could be a likely transfer, too, because I don't think this year, I'm not sure if he gets a ton of minutes. I'm not sure what the expectations are for him on that end, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't think I don't think he gets the minutes. I I, I don't think so. <laughs> I I think he yeah, has nothing a lot against of him. He, he plays, does, yeah. But and and he'll improve and hopefully you know he'll be a good uh, player off the bench. But I don't know, I don't know about him getting um getting a lot of minutes this year. That's just me. There's a lot of talent on the floor this year. The other the other thing I want to oh, just yeah. add. The other thing I want to add in is I know that he was a red shirt last year, but I'm really excited about Elijah Hughes. I think he's oh, yeah. probably oh, yeah. going to come in and be if, – if, if he were coming in and he was on this top 100 list, he would definitely be in the top one, um, 1 to 50 range, I think. Um, oh, yeah, without a doubt. And you know to be perfectly like? honest with you. Go ahead. The, I'm sorry, Joe. What I'm looking at as far as with Tyus Battle coming back, like we talked about before, Sean, I think – with Tyus Battle coming back, what that did for our team was that it allowed it to where Elijah Hughes is kind of going to be – he's going to be helpful and he's going to be able to show off his talents, but he's not going to be the guy. So that's going to allow him to come back. And I think um, the year after next, I think you're looking at a, a Jalen Carey and Elijah Hughes front court as far as oh, point, point guard shooting guard. Because yeah. Jalen Carey, he's, he's, he's a player as well. And whether or not he's – how many minutes he gets this year, who knows, depending on how Frank Howard, he comes in and he plays and how good Jalen Carey is. Um, who knows how long that leash is going to be with Beheim and Howard because we've seen it before. Last year, he didn't have another option. No, so, he'll be able to yank them, yank players this year. But either way, I don't think Jalen Carey or Elijah Hughes are just going to have the shine to be able to just leave after this year, which, in my opinion, leaves me to believe that the year after next, it will be Elijah Hughes and Jalen Carey as our point guard shooting guard. But if somebody does come in that's good enough, I can absolutely see them moving Elijah Hughes back down to a forward position and like the wing where he's going to play a little bit this year too. So it's up in the air, but that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't know if they both stay for 2019. It's it's so hard to say because you don't know. Well, it's only one year, so well, I, I know. I know they would have to I, go to pro based upon this next year. I know, and I just I don't guess, know if they're going to see it. Go ahead, Brandon. yeah. I guess what the, I, I look at it is, if, and, you know, God forbid any injury happens this year and if Carey gets in on the floor and then he becomes in the starting roster and he just takes off. Because I have a feeling, I know he's got a lot to prove. I know he was really disappointed he didn't get the McDonald's game. Um, and then I know he was in the Jordan brand classic, but I don't know if he played. I think he had a nah. injury. Hand injury, and, yep. Hand, yep. 
So yeah, I lifting think he weights. is just going to come in and just tear it up. He personally. has a great attitude. That's the one, yeah. that's the one thing <laughs> that always stuck out with me throughout the last season was he's ready. <laughs> he wants yeah. to be playing basketball. <laughs> so Elijah Hughes? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hughes? Absolutely. Oh, yep. Well, he's talking about Jalen Carey, Sean. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. Jalen Carey I'm sorry. Is, is hungry to prove that he was a top recruit. Right. He's yeah. a four-star. He was up feel, there. You know, because he was right between, like, 50 and 56 ranked player all, all 2018, all 2017, really, too. Um, and I think that he, he was, you know, he was right outside the top 50. And I think that really is a chip on his shoulder that he wasn't in there and wasn't invited to more games, wasn't invited on more teams. And once he comes into Syracuse playing with the 2-3 zone, I think he's just going to go off. Well, you know, it's yeah. going to be fun to watch. i tell you that. And it's, as far as Gerard goes for me, I, I think that he's not going to rate high as far as ratings because of the measurables, because of the size, because of the speed, because of athleticism. But at the end of the day, I don't think it – matters where he goes, he is going to be an above-average-to-good starter in college basketball at some point. So You know, and I think, I think personally that's why I think he's I – I just don't see him going to Duke. I think that he knows what the 2-3 zone could do for his shot. And I'm pretty yeah. sure – didn't his father play for LeMoyne? I uh, believe I read that in an article. And it just makes sense to me that he would want to stick around here too, especially breaking all these records in an upstate New York high school. It would be hard for me to see it. I mean, but if you watch him, there's an interview that he did. And if you listen to him, he, he talks kind of highly of Duke. Yeah, he sounds <laughs> Which, like he's a fan of yeah. Duke. Yeah. 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 But, hey, Duke's enticing to anyone. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. You know, it's a, there's a lot of prestige there. You got, you know, you you have a legit shot at ACC title every year. You have a legit shot at a well, deep run in the tournament every year. That's you know, it's a big. That's I what think, these kids want. Well, I also think that these kids are growing up watching the officials always help out Duke a little bit too here. No, <laughs> maybe they don't have to. Maybe they're thinking, hey, you know, I go there, I don't have to play as hard, still yeah. win a title, or I can play extra hard and have it not affect my uh, foul. <laughs> You know, yeah, or I could go play against Duke and accidentally touch a kid in the Duke jersey and get a foul. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the thing with Duke, though, too, is that you got a lot of players like that that are like, oh, I can go to Duke. Like, oh, my God. You know, they get, like, starstruck right. about it. But then you have to be able to go in there and compete. I mean, how many times do you see transfers all the time coming well, out of Duke? And unfortunately, that's what we saw last season with Tucker. He, yeah. he, he, you know, Duke swoops in at the last second. He goes to Duke, and then what? He, I think he played like 20 minutes total for yeah. his whole career, and then he transfers out. Where did and he? He could have helped us. He could have helped us. Yeah, he could have helped oh, us big we time. We had Tucker last year, we, and I think he knows it. Yeah. he's got to know it. He's got to. He, I, I, I think he went to Creighton. He went to, uh, no, he went to uh, Butler. Oh yeah, Butler. Oh, sorry, sorry. yeah. But does he now? He's got to sit out now. So he played like six games tops. Not even 20 minutes. Now he's got to sit out a whole year, right? Yep. So I are, you, mean, are you sure it's six games, Joe? What? I don't think he played more than six games. No, he didn't. He didn't? Well, I, there's a, either way, he's transferring. So. Oh, oh, true. Right, yeah. Wow, he screwed himself. So that's why he has to sit. Right. So, I mean, technically, he's sitting for like two years. He's going to be 30 I mean, by the time he gets to play. Dude, he could have been sitting pretty right where Merrick is with a little oh. blonde girlfriend from Syracuse. I know, he's American. Dude, this guy's a stud. He's dating the Syracuse cheerleader. I Done. mean, he that, grew that could have been Jordan Tucker. He's grown an inch since, since he Study's enlisted. Study's going to Indiana. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, speaking of Merrick, how lucky are we that we actually have him? He's awesome. Oh, dude, he's, he's going to so be an awesome, awesome. four-year player. Yes, exactly. I, I agree. Fan favorite. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like, like how can you not love the kid? You know, the, he's for... all heart. He's tenacious. He's just, you know, he's on the floor for the balls. I mean, you know, he's nasty, dude. dude. Mike Hopkins reincarnated, bro. Yeah, and then when he got the confidence at the end, like like in the ACC tournament, in the ACC tournament going into (laughs) the big tournament, 
He was just awesome. He's the reason we beat TCU. You know that. Yeah, 18 points. Was it 18 points? Something like that. He hit a three. Yes, that's right. Ridiculous. How about that behind the back? What game was that with the little, through the little dime behind the back to Brissett? No, I don't remember. Probably that one. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? I remember the play. I don't remember what round. Yeah, but. um, I think it was the second round, wasn't it? I think it might have been TCU. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been, but uh, either way, it's just it's he's a he's a breath of fresh air. This whole this whole team that's coming in next year, with Tyus coming back, and I was on the fence whether or not I thought it was going to be good or bad. It's kind of like oh yeah, you can really outweigh the good and the bad on that a little bit. You, know you thought I mean? he was going. I thought he was going, but oh yeah, you cannot weigh it. It's about time, and how <laughs> some players aren't going to have what they thought. Right, right. Well, I what I'm saying about Tyus coming back is it's good that he come back, but you, you know there's good points in him coming back, there's bad points in him coming back. And so, um, but the team that's coming in before I was interrupted by Joe, what I was saying was <laughs> is no, that the team the team that's coming in is the first team we're off sanctions, we're free and clear, and it's just so nice to finally have depth in the roster you kind of everybody kind of knows their role for the most part you know and you don't have to worry about you know playing six seven guys the whole season um, i read an article that this was the first time since 1999 all five starters are coming back yep yeah yep that's crazy right (laughs) (laughs) we get all five starters and i think we get a motivated team oh motivated yes because tyus battle didn't come back for nothing no no he didn't Agreed. come back to well, there's go to the NITs big, or just, you know, second-round exit. There's a big difference between a first-round pick and a second-round pick in the NBA draft as far as money goes, too. I mean, yes, you're, you're but I bubble. think he's looking at – he likes Syracuse. He likes the college life. He's going to be close to getting his degree, come back, be a captain to a team that might go to a Final Four. I mean, and one one report that I did read, he said getting his uh, yeah, he's getting, getting his degree is really important to him. Yeah, because his grandma wanted him to finish his education. Right. So you got to please Grammy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I plus, also think he'd be going. He'd be, he, he'd be graduating early, too, which is great. Yep. And I'm pretty sure if, if this season, with I guess like the draft's not looking too good, and with his talent, he's going back in. He's probably top 20 uh, pick next year. Yeah, this is a deeper draft, draft I think, this year. So. Yeah. He'll he'll be good next year. He'll definitely go first round, I think, next year, especially since he's going to have a little bit. I think his percentages will increase to the good because he's not going to have to be carrying the whole team the whole game, every game, you know. Right, and and that's the thing. The pressure's not going to be on his shoulders, and I think he'll be able to lead more and coach on the floor more because of that. Yeah, definitely. And he's a good leader, and – we we should definitely the teams. I think the teams gonna be awesome. I don't want to say too much because you know I don't want to um, I don't want to hype it up too much. But I'm excited about it. What about this this other prospect? What do you know about Quincy? What help me out, Joe? Garrier. Garrier. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask Brandon about. I didn't know if he had read that article uh, per Syracuse.com. But did you see? There's this? a couple other guys in there. Um, uh, six seven forward, one nineties, four star. He's 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 ranked. Well, he's out of Vermont, so he's he's ranked first in his state. But for his position, he's ranked thirty sixth and nationally one hundred and forty fifth. And he could graduate early in December and enroll in college immediately. And if he was picked up by Syracuse, he could actually play this upcoming year. Do you know anything about that? Do you hear anything about that? So- um, very vaguely, he's not a name that I really researched into. Um, just pulling his information here, though, looks like Arizona. Uh, so he's all over the place. Yeah. Oregon, like, Oregon yeah. Illinois, Creighton, Baylor, Vanderbilt, Syracuse, and NC State. Yeah. So Syracuse is the biggest school, technically there. Technically, yeah. But yeah. it's one of those things where they really don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's one of those, you know, he kind of came up long shot because he talked about enrolling early, so that's technically reclassifying, right? So, um, Jim Beheim really... went to check him out. Right, Adidas. but Sean, those numbers that you went off of were him as a junior 
technically everybody thinking that he was going to play. Oh, the rankings? Um, right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Technically as a 2019. But right now, him saying he's going to graduate early, he's going to go to 2018. So, again, per that article, he's either going to sign with a team and immediately play or sign with a team and then just redshirt that year, get immediately in school, and then the next year he'll be a redshirt freshman and be able to play. Yeah. So, so it's, a different, it's a different way to do it, and he's a good player. But, uh, I mean, again, reading the lists and, like, what Brandon brought up, he saw Arizona, and I didn't see Arizona yeah, on any not list. In the, so, obviously, he's all over the place. Where are you at, Brandon? Where did you see that? This is at uh, – 247 Sports. Okay. Um, has Arizona, and it's actually showing that he's warm on Arizona. Oh, okay. Well, Arizona is a nice place to play. You know? Gets him out of Vermont. Yeah, yeah. If you're from Vermont, Arizona's looking pretty nice, especially right. in the wintertime. You know what I'm saying? What about yeah. this other prospect here, uh, 6'10", 230, center. Kai? Nationally, uh, Kai Jones? No. Uh, all right. Bear, bear with me. Quadus? Oh, boy. Here we go. Q-U-D-U-S. It's on uh, 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 247 Wahab? Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know much about him. Uh, Nationally ranked 97th, um, 18th in his position, and second in the state of Virginia. He's from Oakton, Virginia. I live in Virginia. What the hell are you doing, Joe? Did you just enter a haunted house? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you doing? Uh, I live in Virginia. I've never heard of Oakton, Virginia, and I've never heard this guy's name before I pulled this list up. Really? Yeah. Um, looks like he's got Louisville, Syracuse, VCU, Virginia Tech, and uh, Clemson. VCU, and, okay, so that's a Virginia school. Um, that's probably the only reason that's on there. Um, VCU, though, not for anything. Yeah, that's they have a decent basketball team. That they do, they do. They're all they they seem to always be there. They don't have a. Technically, what the head coach does is gets guys that are like three, four-star guys or guys that are very good that should be three, four-star guys, and then they just dominate the whole league. Well, they beat Duke when they when uh, Shaka Smart was coaching them. They beat Duke. Boom, shakalaka. Um, so, and my wife did her undergrad at SU, but she's a, she's a VCU alum. So uh, Very cool. The goats, Go Rams. The goats, Rams, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Um, the uh, goats. Whatever, a goat, Blue ram. State. What the hell is the difference between a goat and a ram? No, you hit up Kai Jones? Uh, no, I, I thought Brandon was going there, but Kai Jones was another one. Uh, power forward, 6'10", 205, four-star, ranked in the top yeah. 100. Well, that was another position. guy. The, the one thing with me about him was that he reclassified to 2019, so that kind of changes his um, recruitment a little bit, and we kind of struck early and – and offered him a scholarship, uh, and he's from Brewster Academy. So yeah, we've had so a bunch I, of guys through Brewster Academy and, that came through. You know, notably CJ Fair. Do not want to burst any bubbles on this kid, but he's a hundred percent for Stanford. Oh, really? Is what I'm seeing. Yeah, he's cool on Syracuse, but two four seven has him listed as a power forward. But Syracuse, um, the article at Syracuse.com has him listed as a center. So right for what it's worth. I guess whatever. I'd put him in the center position, but for six ten two zero five. No, yeah, he's a little thin, but mm. he's got he's got the height. He needs some muscle, though. Um, well, if you look at what we were just talking about. Uh, is the Waheb Quadus Waheb? <laughs> how do you, how do you pronounce it? I don't know. That's, say that's it per- again. That's perfect. Go, that's go, perfect. Go ahead. Say it again. Okay. Let me see if you're right. It's it's good. Okay, so he's six <laughs> ten. 230, and he's 15 pounds lighter than coffee. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, coffee's a big boy. Yeah, coffee is a big boy. 255, 610. 255 is not small. Still gr- one more year of high school left? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. You got, you got to add a little bit, at least a little bit of that into all these guys. Uh, being, it's They're a year separated from even enrolling in college, except for um, Guerriere. Quincy, what's his name? <laughs> Quincy Guerrier. Uh, so, all right. Well, what else you got? What else That's you got? That's pretty much it, man. Pretty much. That's it. all I got. Um, okay. Well, uh, that, that was a good little talk. 
I think there's some information in there. Give you a little bit of insight on that. I wanted to do something with the Bayheim's army. Eventually, um, going through and and uh, they had all these player profiles in Syracuse.com, but we're not going to be able to get to it before the game starts. So maybe we'll just come back and talk about the games or something of the weekend. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. There's always August, yeah, right? Depends we on got, how it goes, right? We got and Joe. What do we got coming up with football? With football. With football, we got what? We have summer <laughs> ball starting soon. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We're going to be – my point is – my point is – hello, hello. Oh, my hello. Point, Hi, my, guy. We're going to be doing my a, point a is, Syracuse football preview. Yes. Thank you. We're going to do Sorry. This. Jeez, I'm crowing. Sorry. I handed it to you. It was his idea. It was his yeah. idea. I handed it right to him, and he dropped it. Uh, so mega, we'll, we'll mega brain fart. <laughs> we'll do a, a Syracuse football <laughs> preview for the offense and for the defense, and uh, that will probably cover August. And then boom, that's it. And we're someone we're, switched up the cue We're ready to go. <laughs> then uh, boom. Joe, do you know of Syracuse? Because I haven't seen this yet. But are they having their uh, their like summer game where they typically invite people? I know they had the spring game. What the, like the little fan fest thing that they have during yeah, the, the summer? Fan fest, yeah. I think I they normally. I haven't seen anything either, but I don't know if they don't usually they don't announce it until like the the week like prior going into uh, the camp because I think it's like the last week of the camp. So I think you'll have a good two or three week notice easily anyway. Just uh, it should always, should be in the news soon. You know, if fans see that, I highly recommend they go to that. That's always a good time. They get to go see. Um, meet the players, um, you know, say hi to Coach Babers, and, and, and just it's a cool it's a cool time. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, look, uh, be on the lookout for Brandon. He'll be in and out. He'll be on and off the podcast. We're going to create something for him, especially when basketball season starts. We'll try to do a, a segment once in a while with Brandon. So, Brandon, thanks for making the time. Uh, and in coming on, I'm glad we finally got to to get you on and uh, have a little talk. So long overdue. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. And uh, go ahead. No, absolutely, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Yeah, no problem. So that is it. We will be back with um, likely some Bayheim's uh, Army news and some some football news coming up in the next episode. So if you could, please go to Facebook.com forward slash Cuse Militia Podcast. Give us a like there, at Cuse Militia on Twitter. And um, I don't know, just type in Cuse Militia. That's the only th- that's that's <laughs> You can find us on, on, on all the social sites. So that's it. All right. Yes, sir. For today, for Brandon and Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. See ya. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. 
Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.